This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cratellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. There ain't no hope in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. I know there is hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim when I am drowning in this silence. Baby, let me in. Go easy on me, baby. I was still a child. Didn't get the chance to feel the world around me. I had no time to choose what I chose to do. So go easy on me. So I had to sing that song as some sort of a redemption, even though I know it probably wasn't like absolutely amazing. But and y'all know how much I love me some karaoke. Um, but Steve and I went out recently and, uh, a guy, um, decided to sing that song, uh, and karaoke. And when I tell you that he was the most God awful singer I've ever heard in my entire life on the side, he did that song, no justice. And I'm pretty sure Adele is suing him for libel. (laughs) I would hope not. Not for karaoke. I mean, he butchered the song. No. He literally, like, again, it, there was a homicide on that microphone. Oh, jeez. It was really bad. It was terrible. <laughs> Steve and I were like, what is happening? And you remember when we were in Punta Cana and Home Dude was, first of all, singing my song, which was his first mistake, which is This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. And he was terrible. And then I was in the background, like, singing it for him and, like, carrying on the song because he was practically embarrassing himself i and then he like got relinquished the, point, the mic to you he got to the point where he was like yeah i shouldn't be doing this and like literally brought the microphone over to me and had me finish singing the song for him and then didn't you still re-sing it anyway from uh, the beginning i think so maybe. yeah because uh, you're petty like that no it wasn't even <laughs> a little bit uh, um but yeah, it was because like, you're repeating that right now you're singing the adele song because you're petty like that <laughs> no but what was funny is afterwards like when everything was done like he came up to me and we and we like talked and he laughed he was like i've never sang that song before i thought that i could do it i didn't like i couldn't like it was a whole like we laughed and enjoyed ourselves in that so during this awful rendition of easy on me home dude was not doing a good job so i was trying to sing loudly so that well first of all excuse me i was trying to help him find the melody because he could not find the melody like he could not find the melody like there was no melody to be Be found it was it was he could not find the melody it was terrible so i was trying to like help him like find the melody and then when we all because the entire bar realized that he was terrible at it i was like oh let me help him find the note as well like and help him sing and i was trying to sing loud and afterwards steve was like 
please take me away from here. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, take me away from here. And I was like, you got it. Like, we're done. And it was bad. It was really bad. So if Steve is listening to this, um, I hope that, I mean, again, it wasn't an amazing rendition because I don't know what is going on with my voice right now. I I think I had spicy chicken nuggets and it kind of ruined my vocal cords for a second. <laughs> um, and so it's something weird's happening. But that being said, I hope, I know it was a much better rendition than what wow. he was singing. So wow. even if it wasn't good, it wasn't that bad. So there we go. And we thought you were full and yet here you are ordering a petty melt. Did you hear the crickets too? I <laughs> know I heard all our listeners laughing. Did you hear the crickets as well? <laughs> um, like even now I'm like, I need to hawk up nothing. I'm not even going to finish well, the sentence. Anyways, well, hi, how are you? What's going we on? We swallow in this house, Marco. Whoa. <laughs> how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm not having a spicy chicken nugget reaction of any sort. <laughs> Oh, brag about it, why don't you? I am, I'm braggadocious. <laughs> why don't you brag about it? Um, nope, all is well, just just ready to start celebrating my birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday month. Coming up. Birthday Well, month. birthday month, yes. Birthday yeah. itself coming up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. You're going to be ancient. The big four O. Ancient. Woohoo! Ancient. You can keep saying meanwhile, that. I'm nothing but excited. Meanwhile, I'm only 31. Mm, like, this is just crazy. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so young. Age gracefully, Marco, even if you can't. <laughs> when Dr. Joe Court says he's not going to age naturally. <laughs> he refused. <laughs> he refuses to age naturally. I love it. And now I'm 100% okay with getting older. Mm-hmm. My body, not so much. No, you don't really she's, have a choice. She's revolting. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, me, myself, I'm like, whatever. Because black don't crack. So it's like I could be 50 right now and no one would know because I still look 26. Oh, Jesus. Is that what you look? <laughs> 26, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got something to say, Tony? <laughs> you ain't 26. That's what I got I to said say. I said I look 26. <laughs> I didn't say I was 26. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we're good. It's March. I can't believe it's already March. Yay, like, time for things to almost start warming up. Yeah, that's the goal in life. We are like, what, like less than two months away from going to Greece? Less than, yes. Less than 60 days, y'all. Wow. Athens, here we come. Catch Woo-hoo. me I gotta pack my toga. <laughs> wow. I'm just being funny. <laughs> You're the worst. No, I'm funny. Mm. Just him. Um, yeah, no, it's so exciting. I cannot believe we're going to like. I'm still like sitting here, like in awe mm. about it. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally doing it. Yeah, we're going, Greece, and we're going we with like some of our favorite people. Just because you're not coming on the trip doesn't mean you're a favorite. You're not a favorite person, but like we're some of our favorite people will be on the trip with us. Is, yes, is, which is really exciting. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward. I can't wait. All the ruins. <clears throat> Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All that herstory. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's going to be, like I said, it's just going to be, it's going to be a fun trip. Like, we are going to do so much, and like all of our people are going to be there. We already found the gay district in Greece as well. So we will be partying like it's 2022 there. Because <laughs> it is. 
Oh, what a coinkity. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to have a good time there. It's just going to be fun. My mom and dad will be there, which I'm just like very excited about. I haven't like vacationed with my family in a while. It's years. Yeah, I think it was the last the time that I did was when my sister graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was like the la- high school. Mm-hmm. That was the last time that we like as a family went somewhere. Yeah. Um. So that's like super exciting. It's going to be good. Yeah, and then the food. I was thinking about the food recently. I was like, wow, we are going to be fed because it's all that Mediterranean food. Some of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might actually have start so eating much salads. <laughs> start eating salads during the course of this show. It I don't won't, won't dislike last. salads. <laughs> I don't last. dislike salads. I just need, A, I just need more, and B, I don't like lettuce. Like, lettuce is not, like, a thing for me. I don't mind it on, like, a hamburger, but, like, to eat a plate of lettuce just doesn't delicious with me delicious Mm -hmm. i don't enjoy give me all the leafy vegetables but give me like spinach i love me some spinach Mm. i think spinach is delicious i love it it's gonna be fun so yes that's all we're doing we're preparing oh my gosh we have so many birthdays coming up because it's first my grandmother's Mm -hmm. then my mom's then my husband's then my brother's Mm -hmm. and then a good friend of mine's birthday well yeah, a good friend of mine's birthday is coming up. Like, it, March is an awful month for me. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, because I still haven't even thought about, like, I got to buy Christmas or birthday gifts for my mom and my brother. Mm-hmm. I got you covered. I ain't getting you anything. <laughs> I'm giving you a birthday party, so like, you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's the other thing we're doing is for, t- for Tony's 40th birthday party, I'm feeding him full of steak. Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, so it'll be fun. So we're going to do that. That'll be a nice time with some of our closest friends um it'll be a nice time we've got a lot of good stuff happening show do and then it'll almost be april and then we'll be out of this bitch and in greece i can't wait it's the flight that i'm stressed about it'll be fine yeah if we get first class so, um, about our hashtag QRGs. <laughs> oh, are you just going to ignore my request? Trying. That didn't sound like a request. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh-huh. What do you mean? It's about these hashtags. I don't understand what you're saying. Anyways, uh, as my annoying husband just said, uh, we have picked a wonderful queer couple to highlight and praise as a positive representation of a relationship within the queer community, otherwise known as our hashtag queer relationship goals. If you are interested in becoming our hashtag QRGs on a future episode, um, or if there's a queer relationship that inspires you, please tag us on uh, the photos on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Our handle is at pod relationship. Um, together, let's further the movement that shines queer relationships in a positive light. Shall we? Let's. Awesome. So I'm very excited about today's couple. Um, they are inspo like nobody's business. Um, I am obsessed with them. And they are the Karas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they are just so adorable. So you can check them out on Instagram. They are at Karas underscore ATL. That's at C-A-R-A-S underscore atl um so they are a lesbian couple that is i mean there's so much story behind her like i don't even one of the caras the one with the longer hair that is how i will identify her um was i love her story she's a late in life lesbian (laughs) i love that that should be a book title um she um has a daughter from a previous marriage Mm -hmm. to a man's to a man's 
Um, her daughter is absolutely gorgeous. Super cute. Beautiful little Super girl. Super cute. Um, and uh, she ended up fighting her girlfriend, Kara. So, also which is <laughs> hysterical to me because Kara is not one of those like Super very common, common names. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if it was like Sarah and Sarah, I would be like, <laughs> totally girls. I get it. One with an A, one without the, uh, one, one with, with an H. H. <laughs> like it would like totally get it. But their names are Kara and Kara. Like that is not, normal um and i love that and so anyways both of their names are kara and uh they live in atlanta and um they are now co-parenting long-haired kara's um (laughs) nine-year-old daughter um myla who is just again just stunning and sassy and cute like just so much personality Mm -hmm. she's just so lovely i just i'm obsessed um and um it's just a super good time and so yeah i love them this relationship is so exciting to me for so many different reasons but the first one is they are homeowners they are amazing parents they are successful business owners like they like they've got everything going for them and they're not even married mm-hmm. they're girlfriends yeah and they own a home together yeah um, they decided rather than to have a wedding to buy a home in a great neighborhood, which makes so much sense to mm-hmm. me, makes so much sense to me. And I just love it. And I, lo- and it just goes to show, and this is one of those things that, um, I, like, this is why I love representation within itself is marriage is nice, right? For those that 100% want it, but it's also just a doc. It's documentation. It's more than just documentation, but it's documentation, mm. right? And they have managed to make their relationship magical without needing to be married in all formalities, you know, like, which is so exciting to me. It's so refreshing. It's inviting. And I just absolutely love it. I just mm-hmm. love that. I love them. I love all of the pictures. I love that they are just, I don't know. Life is just so full for them. And it looks like they include each other and, and Mila and that everyone is just, this is just one big happy family. Mm-hmm. It's and just so good. a good old time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they dressed up for Halloween. God, like, first of all, the dressing up is a major part of well, who they are. And every, every year for Christmas, having the matching outfits. I mean, you just don't get more adorable. It's part than of that. the reason why I want to have children. Cause I know you won't wear matching outfits with me. Otherwise, <laughs> But if we do it with kids, I know you'll be like, oh, I can totally get into that. That I could do. If there are tiny humans, I could get into it. Yeah, but you won't do it just because I said so. (laughs) Maybe if Um, it was like pajamas. You don't wear pajamas. I'm wearing pajamas right now. (laughs) You're wearing sweatpants and a sweater. That is not pajamas. These are pajamas. That is not pajamas. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we're obsessed with them, and we think that y'all will love them as well. So check them out on Instagram. They are at Kara's underscore ATL. That is at C-A-R-A-S underscore A-T-L on Instagram. Um, check them out. They've got a lot of really amazing things going on. They're, again, so inspirational, so loving, so wonderful to each other. And we're just huge fans. And hopefully we get the opportunity to get to know them in some capacity because I just want to be in their orbit. I love them. I love everything that they've got going on. And I'm just fascinated. Hopefully, if you ladies hear this, you'll give us the opportunity to interview you because I, I want to know more. Yeah, I, I want to hear know, the story. I want to know so much mm-hmm. more about y'all. So anyways tony and i are going to take a short break but when we come back we are going to try to solve the world's problems critelli style 
babe. Can we talk about our favorite shave and beard brand? Oh, do you mean Parasso? Uh, what else would I be talking about? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, uh, you and I both know Parasso is the best there is for shave and beard products, which is why we are a Parasso household forever and always. Absolutely. Their range of pre-shave creams, shaving creams, aftershaves, beard bombs, oils, and washes are the best there is, and I personally don't trust my beard to nobody else. Speaking of pre-shave creams, it's funny because I never realized how important a pre-shave cream was until I started using the Parasso pre-shave creams. Um, That extra glide that a pre-shave gives to your blade makes that shave so much more comfortable and easy. It eliminates all of the nicking and cutting that you may do while shaving. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan. I just think it's absolutely perfect. And I use it with every single shave, whether it's my head or my face. And who doesn't love a little extra glide? <laughs> Indeed. Personally, I love the beard wash. It comes in four different scents. The wooden spice, azure lime, the refresh, and the cypress and vetiver. And we know I'm a huge fan of wooden spice, but I've actually been using cypress and vetiver lately. And it's a great scent. Um, and I just love how the wash cleans my beard, makes it a little bit more manageable, um, and leaves it smelling quite, quite lovely. It does smell incredibly well and i'm a huge fan of it as well so if you want to experience an italian shave right from your own bathroom or your beard needs some extra attention head to parasso-usa.com right now and snag some parasso shape or beard items made for your particular skin or beard needs that's parasso-usa.com and at checkout use code relationship 15 for 15 percent off your purchase today Get 15% off your Parasso purchase today at parasso-usa.com when you use code RELATIONSHIT15 at checkout. Elevate your grooming routine by adding Parasso to your regimen. And remember, a Parasso beard is the only beard strong enough to defeat Chuck Norris. (laughs) Oh, is that right? You got it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I just want to take it nice and slow. Do you know that song? Of course I know that song. I I mean, sometimes I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes you'd be surprising me. So today we're talking about taking things slowly, um, especially as it relates to relationships. And I think as I was sharing with you when we were talking about this and, you know, doing our research and finding our articles and things of that nature is I think that oftentimes, all too often, um, what people do is they either get in relationships and they rush through the parts that are supposed to be fun and, and cool and exploratory and, and, um, the parts that are supposed to be the most memorable, mm. we get like super passive because we're looking for a definition, right? We 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 we've, we've been on X number of dates. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we? Right and to then, each other? R- exactly. Or and then you get into the relationship and you rush into all of the other things, right? Whether that's getting engaged, whether that's buying a puppy, whether that's moving in together, moving in together, whether, you know, having children, like all of these things we like rush and we don't give ourselves time to like feel Mm. what's going on. Do you think we were ever guilty of rushing? Yes. What do you mean? Tell me. I mean, we moved in together after a year and we got a dog after less than a year. So all those examples you just made. <laughs> no, we got our dog after a year, baby. You always get that timing wrong. 
Oh, it was a year because it was yeah. the next Christmas. Yeah. That's right. But still, that was a year. You think that that was rushed, though? Yes. Why? Uh, there was just, the, it, it was, I like you, you like me, my lease is up, let's move in together. I don't, but yes, that was a part of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I necessarily, I don't know. See, I don't know that I felt like we rushed into it. I think it made a lot of sense. We waited a year, and I think that there was a lot of, um, we like, I don't know, like, we were spending so much time together. We it were made sense. I don't n- regret it, but I still think it was rushed. We were staying the night at each other's houses every single night. Like we like had clothes at each other's places because we were splitting our time between each other's places, you know? So I just, I don't know that I ever saw it as, I didn't feel like it was rushed. Mm. I felt like it was fast, but like it didn't feel rushed, you know? I think a year felt fine for me for, for us hmm. it, it didn't feel rushed to me personally but you say you do looking back yeah i think it was rushed yeah it mm. was very fast yeah, i think that we did a lot of things very slowly we're not even going to talk about how long it took for you to propose um <laughs> we're not even gonna she's not better no not at all mm-hmm. i mean look i got the ring so it doesn't matter but um yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I feel like it. I don't feel like it was rushed. I feel like we took our time. Mm. Um, I, I think it felt fine. But I think that what the problem is, is that a lot of people don't do that. They don't get to live in the what's happening now. Right. Like they. Well, so much of it is like about the next step as opposed to where you are right now. Mm. it's crazy like it's it's all about like what's the next like step up is it okay now we're now we're only dating each other we're not seeing other people oh now we've you know had this kind of sex oh now we're moving in together now it's meeting the family like it's always like the next step um as opposed to like just like have fun be where you're at like it's okay you don't have to rush you don't have to define it it doesn't prove something it's not like you know because you were single you were less than and now that you're dating everyone has to know like because that just leads to some serious traps i mean if you ignore all the red flags in the beginning because you're just so head over heels you might end up in a bad situation you might end up in a ditch see i went with your head over hills metaphor simile metaphor now who gets the crickets metaphor <laughs> and then you never anyways so so here's another interesting question is i i don't disagree with anything that you just said here's another interesting question is do you feel like the kids and i say kids because i'm talking about the generation that's younger than us do you think what are they gen z do you think that they um i feel like our parents and a lot of people like in between us and our parents moved quickly. Yeah. Because there was a lot of pressure to, yeah. to do oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Grandparents, especially, but also parents. Yeah. Parents, getting married young. Yeah. Having kids young. Yeah. Yes. You have a relative. I'm not going to give any name, but we definitely told that relative, Hey, like slow down. Like y'all just got married. Like take your time, like get to know each other. And they, ended up having a baby 
not even a year into their mm-hmm. marriage. And we were like, what the fuck are you doing? And the baby is beautiful and the amazing. The baby's gorgeous. And, and we're very happy for them. Um, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I'm, I think it's just very fascinating that people go, they move so quickly to do those things. Because again, I think that like our generation and those older than us are very quick to do that. Do you, my question to you is, do you feel like the younger generation, the, the, um, I I don't either. No, I think the values change. I think that they move with time. And I think right now it's all about your individual experience, your own concept of wealth and success. And that is not necessarily owning a home. It is not necessarily having children. Yeah. And then they get in relationships. Like I even think about like my sister and her boyfriend and remember she they were just hanging out, just hung out. Yeah. She literally told him like, we don't, like you get your shit together and because apparently he was just having fun he was being young right he was just being a 20 year old right and like out there having fun and my sister was like not not interested in being a part of that so when you decide you want to like chill out come holler at me and i respect her for that like she did not want to rush into it and even then they like dated and she wouldn't even call him her boyfriend nope they were just hanging out. Yeah. She was like, you know, he's just the guy that I'm seeing. Like, he's just whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think I like, and I respect that so much. I respect it so much. I think it's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that there is a lot of pressure to like, to your point, get things defined, right? Like, we've been on five dates. Like. <laughs> we're married now. We're, <laughs> and I've slept with you twice. And so we should probably be exclusive. And that feels that feels dangerous, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And w- and obviously it's it's generational pressure, right? To like hurry up and mate and and find a person and do all that stuff. But like, what is that? Why is that a thing? It's so weird to me. Why do we do that mm. to ourselves? Why? I don't know. Have you, within our relationship, felt like... Because I think that we're in this like very interesting scenario right now where you're old and I'm getting there. And I feel like... Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but I feel like uh, everyone asks us, because we've been together for 12 years, married for five. Everyone asks us, when are we going to have children? Do they? Yeah, we get asked... All the time. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't believe that? I don't, do? I don't remember hearing that recently. It, we, it's, it's a constant thing. Like, mm. I think people, because it's just the natural progression, right? You meet, you get married, you have children, and there it is. Um, and so, and it's interesting because you and I have just kind of. Well, that we're definitely not rushing into. Yeah, we're not rushing into it. Like, you and I have gone back and forth. At first, it was. Absolutely must have kids or can't date. Okay, cool. You want kids? Great. We can date. Then it was, I don't know if I actually want kids. And then it's been a bunch of that back and forth. And now we're at a place where we're like, let's travel for a couple years and then let's revisit this again. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But we are definitely trying to... That we're not Russian. (laughs) Slow things down and take our time with that. Because we want to make the right decision for us and for our family. Um. But it's just, it's insane to me that people rush into 
like definitions and it's like funny because i was like thinking as we were reading these articles i was thinking about our because i because there's times where i guess it does feel a teensy bit rushed but then i was like well no but like if you think about it like we met and talked for like almost two like almost two months before we even met each other in person Mm mm-hmm and then we met each other in person and we kind of moved quickly into making it official. But we had had the discussion about how it like felt right and like this is what it needed to be and we were good. Do you feel like that was rushed? Which part? Like us defining the relationship. Oh no, I've never been that guy. I've never been that guy that's like laying out in nebulous land. Like I'll know right away if I want to date you or not. And I've never been a dating multiple people kind of person. Like I'm just not, I'm not against it, but like I, I can't get to know someone and seriously invest in them when I'm doing the same with another person. Like that's just not, that's not me. So that part of the definition, I don't care. Like you're the guy I've been seeing for X amount of time. Like, I don't know what you would call that. I would call it boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like doesn't doesn't mean that this is a serious boyfriend, doesn't mean that it's not a serious boyfriend. It's this is the person I'm dating. You know, and that that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, like I said it moved I, I like I said it moved quickly. I don't know that I feel like it was rushed, but we were also very communicative and very clear with each other what it was. So it wasn't it didn't none of it came as a surprise. It was just yeah, like we talked for some months. We met. We knew that it was an instant. We knew that it was a connection. And we, and I'm much like you. Like, I did not want, I, I am not a like play the field kind of guy. Like, I never did. There's a part of me that regrets that I didn't like, mm. not regret because I don't have regrets. There's a part of me that like, um, wonders what it would have been like if I did do that like play the field a little bit date around a little bit more but like mm. what i knew i knew like i knew i wanted to be with you so i was like i i don't need anybody like i don't need to play around with anybody else like what's the point mm. um and so it yes it felt fast um but it didn't feel rushed and i think i'm making a distinction between the two of those because mm. i feel like fast is like whirlwind if you will <laughs> whereas rushed is like a like trying to force some sort of agenda it was never an agenda for me if that makes sense like right i was like that it was not never that awkward so my sister's getting married in two weeks will you be my plus one no (laughs) and it wasn't that kind of like okay so like we've been on two dates and so now you're my boyfriend and then i can't sleep with him for four days like it, it was never that it wasn't rushed like that it wasn't like definitive it was just a like yeah, like, I like you, you like me, we like we, like, let's do it. Like, we're good, kind of thing. And, like, we just knew. So it was very fascinating. But we read some articles regarding slowing down and taking your time. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me what you read? Sure. So I found a new website, Relationship Premiere. Um, it's called Mom Junction, which actually I really enjoy. And I'm going to explore this site some more. Mom Junction? Junction, yeah. Okay. And it's got like all kinds of different topics. Um, so it's very interesting. But this one is How to Take a Relationship Slow, 15 Useful Tips. And I really like it. It was written like a month ago. Okay. So it's nice and uh, nice and relevant. Fresh. Um, so fresh. 
Uh, so the first one is be upfront from the beginning. Again, just be honest about like what it is you want. Don't play any games. Um, if you have different perceptions and expectations, better to find out in the beginning. So, and which I find interesting because that to me is not taking things slow, <laughs> but it is, um, but it is, it is a great way to slow things down to say, I'm into this. What are you into? What are you hoping to get out of this? And to have a discussion about that as opposed to like pretending and just being like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for those things you're supposed to be looking for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the next one, avoid discussing the future. Love this. Just be in the moment. Don't talk about like where you want to move, what you want to do, the family you want to create, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't do that undue pressure. Like, there will be a time for that, but don't rush it. Mm-hmm. which I like. Mm-hmm. Number three, keep your emotions in check. That whole honeymoon, new relationship energy, like it's so easy to get caught up in that. And like, again, it can blind you. Um, and so, you know, just kind of take that take that slow and, and don't be in that space, which I appreciate. I know that was often my issue, was I, I'm a very emotional person. And so, um, you know, talking to someone um, and dating somebody, my emotions would get me further into the relationship more quickly. Um, and, uh, and it's good to take that slow, um, refrain from labels, which we talked about. It's kind of normal now, um, keeping it casual and light. So not getting too involved too early, not professing your love immediately. Um, and just having a good time. Sure. So nice, slower pace. Um, it can give you an opportunity to understand your own feelings without pressure, which is wonderful. Wait before you get physically intimate. Another thing that is difficult for some people to do. Um, take your time because, again, you once you throw that in the mix, um, you know, it clouds your judgment. Um, it paints a, a different kind of picture, especially if it's really good sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can have my credit card and ruin my score. Go ahead. Right, right. Um, the dick is that good. Wow. Uh, number two bomb. <laughs> number seven, pace out your time together. I love this. Do not hang out every night together. See each other once during the week. Give yourself the weekend of not seeing each other. See each other once during the weekend. Don't see each other during the week. Mm-hmm. Like just pace it so that there's a balance and so that you can actually enjoy and miss each other. Um, experiment with different stuff together. So that's when they say the honeymoon phase is actually really good for this. Is you can take the honeymoon phase and you can use that energy to like try out lots of things. Like let's go play a sport. Let's go to this city that we've never been to before. Um, and so you can use that to explore, which I actually really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Make sure your world doesn't revolve around them. Number nine, keeping your other interests, keeping your friends, not being the person that disappears. We all hate that person who the minute they like start dating someone, they just vanish. We absolutely hate them. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that girl. No, of that person. No, for sure. Number 10, avoid fixating on the person. Um, again, like it's so easy to stalk them on you know, social media and try to learn as much about them as you can and just become obsessively fixated. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Let things open up like at a normal pace. Um, be mi- be mindful of your relationships. Things overheard in the bathroom at the gay bar. Sorry. <laughs> be mindful of your relationship's direction. Take it slowly, but keep in mind where and how you want it to go. So now we're getting a little bit later into the relationship, and you can still take it slow by just being mindful as opposed to trying to force it to be something that it isn't. Um, number 12, wait before introducing them to your family. Nobody knows when it's really 
the right time, but there's definitely such a thing as too early. Um, and 100%. you you don't want to you don't want to do that. One hundred percent. Number thirteen. Refrain from becoming too controlling and possessive, and that's really easy to do, um, especially if you are feeling insecure. Um, but th- we know that that behavior can be harmful. It can be suffocating, and your partner is going to be like, "Nah, bye." Um, so be mindful of that. Fourteen. Avoid revealing everything about yourself too soon. You want to tease out that mystery. You want to keep them guessing, keep them interested, keep them, you know, hungry for more. Um, so don't put all your cards on the table right away. Um, especially your baggage. <laughs> Take some time. Um, and then uh, number fifteen is wait before you move in. Um, so you know you don't want to get too involved too quickly, too much of your world having too many consequences. Those consequences determining the choices that you make about like I'm not going to break up because I can't afford to right now. You definitely don't want to be in that situation. So I like that. Some of it is like basic. Some of it's like simple to keep in mind. But I do find it to be um, a helpful roadmap on how to not go too fast. And for those of you who find yourselves in the situation where you are getting too involved, becoming obsessive, becoming controlling, having sex with the person, what have you, just take take a step back. Just take a step back, even just for a couple of days, your own mental break um, to kind of reset things and take them slowly again. Even if you, you know, kind of get in the fast lane for a little bit, you can get back over in the other lane and go Ooh. slow. Yeah. So my article is, that was super helpful, by, by the way. Uh, my my article is actually fairly similar to yours, obviously because it's um, it's I, I think also there's a, a roadmap. Well, it's, <laughs> well, there's not, I, there's not. It's all the same things, right? Like, I'll get into it, and you'll understand what I'm saying. But like, there's only so many things that you can do to slow the fuck down, and I feel like everyone's gonna have the same thing to say about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so mine is from the Elite Daily, um, and it was uh, an article originally published in August of, tw- uh, of 2017, but it was actually updated in June of 2021, um, and it's written by Allison Siegel. Um, and so it's the article is, here's how to slow down your new relationship so it lasts, um, which I can appreciate. Uh, and uh, Allison... Uh, I love the way that she begins this. She says, I am a master of dating too quickly. My last ex and I became exclusive on our second date. Come to think of it, I did the same thing with the boyfriend before that. Were those happy, healthy relationships? No. Am I still with them? (laughs) Hard nope. (laughs) It's always been difficult for me to know how to take a relationship slow. So, and I think that, like, again, that within itself is like pure evidence right there. Like, are you, are you letting the, courting and the dating period marinate yeah grow organically yeah Mm -hmm. which is like super helpful so um you know she goes on to say in the early days of dating someone new boundaries are necessary but they can be challenging to implement without seeming disinterested or freaked out which i think is very important as well right because there's this delicate balance where like if you don't give enough attention you right. look like you're not interested you don't want to be aloof you, and if, correct right. and if you give too much attention you look like a psycho that's already planning what wedding dress you're going to wear right like so you don't want to necessarily you want to find that medium, right? You want to like literally have an in the middle experience where it's mm. okay to dream, but like definitely don't pour that on them. And then it's okay to like give yourself a little room, but like don't give yourself so much room that they think 
that you don't like them. <laughs> and I think that that is super important. So, um, and she says, asking for time and independence when you start dating someone can sometimes be intimidating and has the potential to make your partner feel unwanted or unappreciated. Um, but there are ways around this. So um, she goes on to kind of give a list. It's not 15 bu- uh, bullet points, but um, a lot of them you hit on already. The first one is being honest. So she says, if you want to take a relationship slow, taking the initi- initiative to be honest about it will not only feel like a huge weight off your shoulders, but it will build trust between you and your potential new partner and show them early on the true depth of your character. So just being open and talking about that is very important. Tell them like, I like you and I really want to see what this is, but I really think it's necessary for us to take things slowly Mm -hmm. um, for me to be able to do that because I want to get to know you. doesn't mean I'm not interested in you. It doesn't mean that I'm around here dating other people. It just means that I don't want to jump into anything. Mm. I want to take things like nice and slowly. So I think that that's super helpful. Um, The next one is make justified excuses. Um, they say as long as you're not shutting out your potential partner entirely, thereby coming off as disinterested or aloof, feel free to lean on your already full and active lifestyle to quell the flames of your newly burning romance, right? (laughs) So, which is super important. You had a life before this person. Don't let this person dictate your life. Does that make sense? Um, And so try to like give yourself the ability to like stay in touch with who you are as a person. Um, And I think that that is very important. And I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that she mentioned that. Um, The next one is, uh, which is actually the very last one, which is uh, practice a little self-discipline. Um, and she says, your ultimate goal is to protect and nurture this beautiful thing that you found so that you can see where it, it might lead. It's going to take a little bit of self-restraint. Um, cause she says it's natural to want to plow full speed ahead when you've just met someone who lights up your world, maybe for the first time or for the first time in a long time. So, um, you know, this, she interviews this therapist and the therapist says, if you, if you can master your mind, you can master your emotions, you can master your And you can, I'm sorry, and you can master your actions. Um, Whenever you feel the relationship getting too hot too soon, slow your own pace of engagement, Um, which is very important. Like taking a step back and saying, ooh, it's a little too hot in the kitchen right now. Like, let me, let me take a step back because it's just feeling a little too intense. And again, I think it goes back to all of the other things, like say things like, um, I, I don't think I'm ready to meet your parents right now. Doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. But I don't think I'm ready to meet your parents right now. Just be honest and upfront, you know, like say, like, I think we should just take a second mm. because I'm not interested in introducing to you to my parents right now. So I don't think that I should meet your parents. And that's not because I don't want my parents to meet you. It's just I I don't know where we're at or what we're doing before starting doing mm. this. And so that's a huge step. You know, it's really important. Um, yeah, which I think is is important and then this therapist um says it could mean holding off on sex for a while until you have a better idea of who this person is and what they really want it could also mean thinking through the end result of any action you take for example those drunken texts or late night booty calls because that's another thing that happens is because all too often people jump into sex um Mm -hmm. when dating one another you you get kind of to your point digmatized right Mm -hmm. or i don't 
vaginatized. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> you get caught up in the sex. And so you think that because the sex is good, that the relationship is good. And so you miss all the red flags or all the things that might be uh, important to you. Or you might totally go past them completely because you're just ready to throw down right. instead of, do you see what I'm saying? Instead of getting to know one another. It is another. a big step. Having sex? Mm-hmm. It's a huge step. Mm-hmm. It's a huge step. And you should give that to yourself. Like, go through those motions. Get to know one another. Like, really understand one another. They might chew with their mouth open. And do you really want a scorecard with a person <laughs> you've had sex with that chews with their mouth open? <laughs> like, is that the is that what you want? The best you can do. Is I mean. <laughs> why don't you want better for yourself? Why don't you want chew better your for mouth yourself? <laughs> That's why I always say, like, don't get me wrong. I didn't have, like, a shit ton of sex like before you but like i feel pretty good about everybody that i slept with prior to being with you um because i just was not a hop in the sack kind of person Mm -hmm. it just wasn't who i was Mm -hmm. um and so i um and so that's why anybody that i did i'm like yeah it was i I did it with them intentionally because it took my time i never let my horniness overtake my logic you know, and, and seeing what was going on, which is really important. I think those things are good. So slowing down, taking your time. Do it. Right? Yes, I it's think worth it. Makes it. Sense. Yeah, I mean, it's an investment in something much more long term. And it's okay. It's okay not to rush. It's okay not to put a label on it. It's okay to do things at your own pace. It's, it's totally fine to take your time. Take your time. Mm-hmm. In Italy. Take it slow. Oh, they say no <laughs> wine before it's time. Because they like to let the wine age and and taste good and do all that. Like I think that's how we need to do everything here in the U.S. We're such a um, instant gratification. Instant gratification. Yeah, we don't marinate. Society. We're fast food. Oh my god, one hundred percent. Yeah. Why let a steak age and and you know marinate and do all that stuff when you could just go to Wendy's <laughs> or Outback <laughs> or Outback. <laughs> Yes. Gross. Like why? <laughs> why? You know, and that's and it's, yeah, and it's just dangerous. It's just not healthy. It's not fair. It's not fun. And then you skip everything. You skip all the good parts. All you the get good to find stuff. out who they are, and and what really makes you like them. So slow down, kids. Slow down. Take your time. Get to know somebody, and then make the decisions. Go go into that way. So I like it. Did you think that that was helpful? It was. Did you enjoy it? I did. Did you? you, I did. Do you think that in our 12-year-long relationship that there's something that we could learn from even that for us for right now? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's always more that you can learn. Always. Yeah. I mean, we we could always start over, even in this relationship. Like, you and I could start over and take it slow. We could. Mm. You don't ignore the history, but like we could just enjoy getting to know each other again and not have all the bills or all the sex or whatever. Like we could we could do that. Can mm. still take it slow. Can still not obsess over each other, not be controlling, enjoy at our other interests. Like yeah, there's still lots of things that we could do. Mm. Why you think it's hopeless? <laughs> you or it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. No. Um 
I I do not believe that it is hopeless. Mm-hmm. I do not believe you are hopeless. No, mm-hmm. I think um, what it does, I think, is kind of gives me permission to um, not apply pressure to myself to think that we need to be at a certain place within the relationship. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, we're at the place that we're at. Period. Full stop. Nothing else. Like, we are where exactly where we're at. And I can be happy in that. There's no rush to achieve anything that we haven't decided that we wanted to achieve. So whether that is children or home ownership or, you know, any of those things. Like why, like why rush into doing those things because we feel like we should when we could just slow down. And enjoy what we've got going on right now. Sometimes just slowing down and saying, wow, look at what we've accomplished or where we're at or what we've got going on for ourselves feels so much better than being like, by 42, we should be filling out adoption papers. That's not fair, right? Like that's it's way too arbitrary. much pressure. It's so much. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's just not necessary. So I enjoyed reading that because I think that it just kind of like reaffirmed what we've been practicing anyways. Um, and just like slowing the fuck down and saying like, look what, look at, look at what we did. Mm. You know, like this is, this is what we're at. And like, let's be happy. And I like that. It makes me very happy, you know? Good. Yeah. So. Well, there you have it. There it is. I think that is it. Um, So make sure you join us on Patreon. If you're not a Patreon member, um, you're totally missing out. But Tony and I had a really great conversation with this week's guest about slowing down and, and what it means to take your time as it relates to dating and establishing a relationship and things of that nature. So you're definitely going to want to tune in there so you can hear uh their take on this part of the conversation as well so uh tony and i are going to take a short break but when we come back we are joined by this week's guest somebody that i'm pretty sure you'll be happy to hear from yet again we'll be back marco here one half of the gratellis with an important question Why are you not listening to all the bonus relationship podcast content we have on Patreon? And why don't you want better for yourself? That was two questions and one was a little offensive. I mean, if you want to get technical, then yeah. (laughs) But seriously, you should head to patreon.com slash pod relationship and sign up to be a relationship podcast patron. You're really missing out on so much more podcast content, and we just want the best for you. Mm-hmm. Every week, Tony and I give you, the listener, extra content related to the podcast episode and topic. We do a rapid-fire Q&A with the week's guest in a segment called Shit Thrown At You. We ask the guest to give us their input on the week's topic in another segment called Guest Take on Shit. And Tony and I shoot the shit in a behind-the-scenes soundcheck as we prep the microphones for the week's episode. It's funny, crazy, and oftentimes random, which is why it's so good. Mm. Also, once a month, Marco and I do a really cool segment called Critelli Crap, where we bring up a relationship problem we are having and ask for advice from one another. As podcast host and listener, not as Marco and Tony. 
It gives us the chance to show you what working through problems looks like and gives us the chance to hear each other out loud and clear. It's so easy to become a patron. Monthly subscriptions start at $1 and go all the way up to $25 a month. Each tier has specific content and extras, making it easy for you to choose whatever works best for your budget and relationship podcast appetite. Yeah, so head to patreon.com slash pod relationship for more content from your favorite hosts. We look forward to receiving your money. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. <laughs> Bye, y'all. All right, so today's guest needs no introduction no. you have heard his butterbeer smooth voice on this podcast <laughs> before we all know who he is friend oh the podcast one miss Stephen Lowe. hello steve <laughs> hello <laughs> so buttery so How's it going? <laughs> Butterbeer is disgusting, by the way. So I, <laughs> I just kind of insulted me. your voice. <laughs> yeah, never, never, never have it. Just take our word for it. It's gross. Maybe, I, I believe maybe, you. maybe it would be better not in a Floridian hot summer day. Like no, maybe I doubt it. that I was doubt a it. problem. It's butter maybe. and beer. That just <laughs> sounds <laughs> gross. I mean, and I like butter. Maybe it was if it maybe if I it love was like butter. Country crock beer. Like I would do much better. <laughs> They don't, I don't go like together. Beer. beer and butter do not go together. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd be willing to give it another try. <laughs> I'll just take the butter. The butter's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be leaving all of it alone. Y'all have fun. <laughs> yeah. Tony and I did not feel good after after uh, drinking that. Tony so. Tony very nearly threw up. <laughs> yeah, that was the that's, whole thing. That's sad. <laughs> Yay, Harry Potter world. Yay. <laughs> it was a good time. So, any hoosies. Hi, Harry, Steve. Thank Harry you for... Potter and the Chamber of Vomit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Steve, for joining us for today's episode. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Um, no, last I saw you, you and I were drunkenly leaving the newest club in New oh, York boy. City. <laughs> we got to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, we kind of need to because we haven't I mean... since it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a night. <laughs> it was, was a night. night. It was a it mess. It was a night. Yeah. Oh, God, I yeah. Get that. Yeah. It was, it was an experience. It was, it's good for a story <laughs> or two or three. Um, but I don't know if I need to go back to that place again. Quite frankly. <laughs> Never again. Never no, again. I'd be completely okay with not going. I told Tony that and I was like, ah, you, Tony, for sure, does do not need to go there. Like you would hate <laughs> it. You would absolutely hate it. Yeah. I I told him how stupid it was to begin with because <laughs> home dude was like judging us at the door based off of where we had come from. Yeah. I don't know if that's a like, stick or something. That's like what you do to make your place seem cooler. Like, oh, you were like, you weren't here. So the, oh, everywhere you else is there. You guys like, are so much better than that. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, I think he thinks he complimented us, but he actually kind of insulted us. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know that I appreciate it, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> Didn't enjoy that. The dance yeah. floor was fucking packed. Mm -hmm. And mind and you, it was like one of the first nights. Like, it was the first time we had, like, a night out in a very, very long time. Yeah. So I felt a little bit out of practice in terms of how I uh, deal with the crowds. 
um, and the getting bumped into and getting the drinks spilled on you and all over all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So So it was a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, Yeah. that I did not enjoy. (laughs) And everyone was young. Everyone was a child. (laughs) Everyone was literally a child. What is this place? (laughs) It was weird. It was nice. Like it was Mm -hmm. a real, it was a cool place, but it was just weird. Yeah, it was maybe weird. it was because of the holiday weekend, you know, three day weekend. People wanted to like go crazy or something. I don't know, but I'm it was gonna... rough. <laughs> it was really rough. And afterwards, Steve and I were like, what did we just do? Yeah, what like, was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I need to go back there. It was like I said, it was fun. I think you like need to go there so that you can decide not to go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, that was the, that was it. Like, that was just like, that was the entire experience. And then like, we both, like, I looked at my shoes the next day and they were trashed. Oh God. Trashed. Yeah. Mine too. I, I feel like I still haven't gotten them completely like back to normal. (laughs) Like I haven't done what you said yet with the polishes and the stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been like a week. I know. (laughs) I've been busy, Tony. <laughs> Too busy to wipe shit off your shoes? Nine meetings. He had nine meetings the other day. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. You should have polished your shoes during those meetings. <laughs> it's actually super like, what are you smart. doing? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, like I said, it was tough. The people were interesting. Of course, I was trying to do my, my, uh, normal duties of trying to find anybody cute for steve to talk to (laughs) (laughs) have you met my friend steve that's like usually my you're very good at that i will say you're very good at that (laughs) i know i'm very good at that i do appreciate that you'll also get clearance from me first like you won't just go up to like you'll kind of like make sure i'm i might be into the situation so Mm -hmm. that's I appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I do. I'm like, Steve, what about this guy over here? Steve's like, and he'll either give me the thumbs up or thumbs down. Like, okay, okay, cool. I got it. And then when he gives me the thumbs up. I mean, so the end of the night is a little bit of a blur for me. I don't really remember what happened towards the end. Nothing happened, though, right? No. Uh... <laughs> something, so something happened. <laughs> you don't remember Mr. Man following us out the space? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first who? guy that we were talking to who <laughs> was engaged. <laughs> <laughs> he came outside with us. And after you oh. left me, he was talking me up. And he was like, wanted me to go home with him and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I do was remember like, this now. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. <laughs> I do remember this now. Yeah, that's yeah. also something that I... Well, I mean, that's kind of the nature of gay world in New York City is everyone's in an open relationship and so it's crazy <laughs> it's kind of weird it's kind of weird i'm just not like i don't know maybe i'm old-fashioned or maybe i'm just like not cool but like i feel like i'm not like set up for that <laughs> dynamic like i can't do it and i'm like i mean no fault on them like sure do whatever you need to do but like for me i'm just like that's too much for me to handle <laughs> i can't <laughs> engaged yeah i do remember that mm-hmm. i do remember that yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was a night. That was mm-hmm. a night. I was telling Tony that there was this adorable, 
adorable guy at the very beginning this um it was like these asian best friends and he oh, was yes. like yeah. so obsessed with like hanging out and like dancing with me and steve like just yeah. having a good time they he had a really so, good energy he was so cute he was so <laughs> adorable and he was just so nice and all he wanted to do was like hang out with us and like dance he, him and his friend and we yeah. would go to the bar and then we would turn around and he was behind us and like and not in a creepy way <laughs> but in like a, he wanted to like be around us and yeah so he was sure. super cute like the, super by far fun. like the most normal people we talked to there correct, <laughs> like, correct. Yeah. correct. Don't, don't you mean the only normal people <laughs> yes yeah. it was the whole night was, it was a mess a, everybody was a mess in there uh, jesus <laughs> mess a mess wow I, everybody's like what place are they talking about yeah, no, I uh, mean, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't really I'm not dropping that name. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was just, it was, it was a lot, but mm. it was, it was fun. We had a good, I had a good time. Yeah. It was just, I mean, like I said, it was, I don't need to go back there though. So yeah, yeah, no, we're I good. came, we, I saw. We celebrated then, our friendship, our friend anniversary. And that's right we kept it moving <laughs> we've been friends for seven years that so that's the reason why we went out steve and i mm-hmm. celebrate a friend anniversary because we're icky like that <laughs> and we went to uh we went to go get food at mm-hmm. a place that we always get food at when steve comes over mm-hmm. um which is hysterical it's like tony's favorite restaurant he always wants to eat there mm-hmm. we and discovered we a new to- location we went, yes. And then, wait, Steve. So I was trying to tell Tony about how terrible that guy was that was doing Adele's Easy oh boy. On Me. Oh, boy. Terry. I had I put that out of my mind, and you just brought it right back. God damn it. <laughs> that was, oh, oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, that happened. Um, it was so It was bad. bad. I, and I look, I love karaoke and I know not everyone is, uh, you know, uh, uh, Celine Dion. So right. I don't expect, I don't expect. You're not supposed to be necessarily. Yeah. No. Like. And, but this man was so bad that it was <laughs> like, why has no one cut his mic yet? Like, why, <laughs> why has that not happened yet? It was just so terrible. Know. It was so I terrible. Know. I felt bad. I felt bad for him, and he made me feel bad <laughs> because of how he sang that song. Steve literally looked at me and goes, get me out of here. <laughs> you've got it. And I'm like, look, I'm not, I can't sing. I, I, I don't do karaoke. Like, it's just, it, but it's just, it was like really, really hard on the ears. Like, it was bad. Very, it was very yeah. bad. And then we went to a second bar, and that was fun. Yeah, the best part of the night. The best part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the best part. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was fun. We had a good time there. Mm -hmm. And then and then we went to that final bar. And that was the best. So the finale. (laughs) The finale. Um, I've never coat checked so much in my entire life. Same. Yeah, we literally (laughs) did that like every single spot. It's like, oh, okay. That's the thing about New York and going yeah. out, right? Like when you go out in New York, like in the winter, especially in the winter, it's cold outside, and yeah, you, like so you have to have your coat on 
Um, although there were no shortages of tank tops being worn in the middle of still, winter inside of the club, still. which is like, still crazy <laughs> to me. Um, and yeah. And so you have your coat on and you have to kind of coat check because, uh, you know, in New York, you have big poofy coats. Like, yeah, you don't want to be carrying them bitches around the entire time. Like <laughs> yeah, you got to hold a dead body. Your coat, your scarf, like anything else you got your on, gloves. then you got all your drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So um yeah, I we coat checked everywhere we went, which was a lot of coat checking. We did mm-hmm. a lot of coat checking that night. Never did that before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um great, and that was fun. Yeah. So no, I loved it. I loved it. It was missed, a good night. It needed you missed quite a night, Tony. <laughs> I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have liked the second bar, Tony. Like yeah, if we would have gone sure. out to the second bar with us, you would have had fun. Like that would have been we, we've been there to, together before. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would have enjoyed it. Um, that one you would have had fun at. You would not have had fun at the first one or the third one. Although yeah. I will say that the first one, what was interesting is it was, and I guess I just always forget the nature of that bar. And I said that to mm-hmm. you that night is it was like yeah, a yeah. true like bear bar, like true yeah. bear bar. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing but buffed out. A, a lot of a, a a portion of it was buffed out, but it was just a lot of big, burly, hairy men. Like that mm-hmm. was like the whole thing. And if that's yeah. your scene, like it's totally good and it's fine. Like I felt comfortable in there, but like, yeah. um, that that was, bar too is like. I mean, I was even telling you when I was in LA, like that it's they have the same bar out there, and it's like yeah. the same exact crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's like their thing. <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny. It's I was wearing time. the wrong shoes that night. Those leopard print boots. They look good, though. They look good. <laughs> Thank you, right? The problem is, is I could literally not walk the next day. <laughs> like, my feet were hurting you pay so it. badly the next day. It was terrible. It was absolutely Fashion victim. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, so that was... That was... Our well, Friday yeah, that night. Was our, that was our <laughs> night out. Yep. That was... It was a good time. Loved it. Um, and then what else is going in Steve's world? So, like, now that things are starting to open back up, are you back out there dating? Are you um, on the apps? Are you getting your grinding on? <laughs> no, I have not been on the apps. Um, I haven't been on the apps in a very long time. Um, really? Yeah. I feel like I got to this point where I feel like I just kind of swore off apps. Because I was just like, <laughs> I've tried it so many times. I've tried all the different types. And it's just, like, granted, I've met a lot of great people. But, you know, I think I just, it just, this, this, that space is so challenging to me sometimes. Because <laughs> it's just like, I feel like I'm just like shopping for people. It's like weird. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I don't like this one. Next. I don't like this one. Next. Like, it's like headless torso bizarre. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And like when you do strike up conversation, people get weird or they, they have like this like laundry list of preferences. And it's just kind of like, I just, I can't, it's exhausting. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest though, Steve, you don't need the apps because the, the train is your app. That's where you end up fighting most <laughs> it's of true. The That's where you end up fighting most of the guys that you end up talking to. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't swipe left. He just goes into the car to the left. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Steve does I a mean, once over and is like, "No one here for me," and he goes into the next car. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think part it's just like you're in the same space. It's like a very kind of controlled environment. Well, 
I use the term control loosely because it is the New York City subway. Um, but, you know, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just you lock eyes or you just start talking about something. You find something to talk about. And then you next thing you know, you're going to dinner. on the train? I have, yeah. <laughs> How, I never talk to people on the train. I'm too busy trying to avoid talking to people on the train. No, mind you, the, the times that it has happened, it's been that person. One time that person initiated conversation and I obliged. <laughs> um, and then there are times, I mean, I found the person attractive. So I striked up conversation. Like, that's just what I did, <laughs> like, which I thought was, that's what you're okay, supposed Steve. to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Steve over here talking about being Mr. Smooth. And then I never used to be that like confident. <laughs> like, he said, Oh, but... we on the D train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was this the downtown? Girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, it's a thing that it's happens. Weird. I literally don't interact with people. As a matter of fact, before I even left that night that we hung out, I was getting ready to leave. And I was like, oh, no, I have to get my AirBuds, AirPods. And mm-hmm. then he was like, for what? And I go, because I can't ride the train without having something in my ear. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Tony's like, that's so weird. You have to take them out. I was like, whatever. I'll have a place for them. But I'm not riding the train with something in my ear because I literally actively do not want to talk to anybody else on the train. <laughs> so I keep my AirPods in my ear so no one has any reason to come and talk to me. None whatsoever. Simple. Simple. I it's feel a- like it makes sense. It's a New York life hack. <laughs> like, Tony, do you talk to people on the train? I do, especially, uh, so I've been trying to get better about taking days off. And so I take one day off a month. And mm-hmm. uh, those days when I go out, uh, I talk to lots of people. Um, I just took a day off the other day and I talked to like four people on the train. Oh. Yeah. 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 See, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Just put, it just puts me in the mood. I talked to uh, a guy and his kid. They were hysterical. I talked to a lady <laughs> who was dressed amazingly, a very an older lady who was dressed amazingly. I talked to a younger lady who was dressed amazingly. And then I talked to a random guy after he was done singing. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know what happens when you strike a conversation. Like, I find one of the last... be fascinating. Yeah. One of the last times I talked to someone, I ended up in a hacky Their pants? sack match oh. <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it these days <laughs> i was at the airport there was a, and i got a serious a sack involved. going on there was a sack involved. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know yeah, you were into that steve <laughs> god damn it <laughs> man likes oh, getting man. kicked in the balls knew him for seven years didn't know this like, <laughs> i think that i could like I love talking to people like at the bars, like Steve and I, like when we go out, we're super social people. Like we hang out with each other, but like we definitely um, invite others to come and talk to us. If that makes any sense. Like if I'm having a good time and I'm dancing next to you and you're having a good time, like we'll have a dance party together kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. it'll be completely fine um at the airport because i think that's where your hack and sack story was going hacking i said hack and sack as in new jersey i bet i was gonna say Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, tell me you lived in new york for too long right um i um like i could see myself talking to people at the airport like 
while mm-hmm. waiting for the fight on the plane. Don't talk to me because I'm just going to pass oh, out. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to fall asleep. So it's not worth the conversation. Um, right. But um, yeah, I could see myself talking on the airport. I don't know what it is about the train. I just don't want to interact with anybody. I just. I mean, you're trying to just get to where you need to go, quite yeah. frankly. And, yeah. you know, there is that edge of like, it's it's public transport it's new york you're underground and it's like you know as new yorkers you hear seventeen thousand stories of like the most absurd things that happen down there so it's like everybody kind of has their guard up stabbed on saturday uh i mean you you just have to be (laughs) careful and aware and watch yourself like that's just what it is um so again you know i don't find myself engaging unless i've really vetted the situation as best i can <laughs> yeah yeah no that seems to be steve's dating pool as people who take public <laughs> transit so <laughs> that's where he really thrives are you going my way you're going my way <laughs> i know you are <laughs> that's really steve's uh that's that's where steve thrives and, and to find the most action it's, it's, thrives it happened like twice (laughs) i mean that's a lot (laughs) i guess i guess a lot (laughs) i love that um yeah what else has been going on in your gay world these days nothing fascinating right um no i mean it's just quiet yeah i mean because of covid (laughs) most mostly uh i mean i think that my hope is that things really like just <laughs> improve and stay that way. I know that's a very kind of like, <laughs> I just wish it got better. Like, but I do, <laughs> you, mean, <laughs> you know, you mean when a whole war is going on over in the Ukraine and Russia, at this it's point, like, I hope things, it's like, who was I just um, listening to? They were like, can we not just have a month where seriously nothing awful is going on and we can just like live when it comes to humans (laughs) oh my god we're the worst worst. i just want to remind everyone too that alaska used to belong to russia just saying Oh, fascinating. Um, <laughs> come, come and get it, bitches. <laughs> you can have it. Please take it. I don't like, need it. I don't need it. Like, it's fine. All your Alaska yeah. listeners are going to be like, <laughs> The only Alaska I like is Thunderfuck. She's oh, a queen, and I'm obsessed ah. with her, and that's about it. Um, my first roommate in college was from Alaska. <laughs> Which was really one of my bosses one of my bosses was from alaska <laughs> that's so like weird <laughs> the, school I, the school that i went to they gave out like you know i, I don't know if this exists in new york because i never went to school in new york but like mm-hmm. on the west coast they give like state scholarships so like i went mm-hmm. to school on what was known as the millennium scholarship so if you had like a certain gpa they essentially give you money towards your tuition um, all four years, and you have to maintain the GPA. The other one was this scholarship called the Wooey uh, Scholarship. <laughs> what was it called? Wooey. Wooey. Well, Wooey. actually, you're talking Wee about Wee Woo. Wee Woo. The other scholarship was Stekosaurus. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it was the, the Wooey Scholarship. And in, I can't and believe the, that. I think you're making that up. No, That's I'm being dead serious. And the Wooey Scholarship was for Alaskan students to essentially have the ability 
to <laughs> go, go to Vegas to <laughs> Reno because anywhere but Alaska. In Reno. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So it was very fascinating. So, um, yeah, so he was there on the Wooey scholarship. And, <laughs> and so it was a lot. There was like, there was like this j- pool of like Alaskan know, call, people. Call it, yeah, like 200 students that were there on the Wooey scholarship and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> so always, yeah, yeah. I can't not like say every it, time, every time they get together, that's how the meeting starts. Wooey! <laughs> the Wooey scholarship. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, wow. I'm sorry. So, yeah, no. So it's yeah. like we had fucking over- Omicron and mm-hmm. it's starting to go down and everything's away. So it felt like things were going to start getting normal. Right, and then Lady Putin decided that she let's, wanted to. Uh, let's it all over let's the remind, <laughs> let's remind people that people can pill, kill people too. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, COVID. It wasn't enough to, to have a virus. Do you have to do this right now? What do you Apparently want? Leave those so. people alone. Leave them alone. God, leave them alone. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it takes a lot. I feel like to just maintain some semblance of peace in one's mind these days. And it's just kind of like, I feel like there was just this crazy uptick in like crazy. And now it's just kind of like, we have to make a concerted effort to like maintain our sanity. Like it's just, Kind of nuts to me. I think it's cute that you think that there's sanity that exists anywhere. <laughs> you know, st- I, think st- I think all the crazy hand know. motions Steve just did is what well, you should put on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like Carmen the Frog. <laughs> that's too. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's just nuts out there, and it's we like you know Tony and I are like just now starting to like feel like we can get back to normal like i told him the other day i was like we are getting back to date nights once a week so get ready we're going to have dinners in restaurants once a week you were taking me out i'm taking you out like we're going out right we're like getting back out there because like for two years we weren't really doing that you know Mm -hmm. um and so it was just this whole thing and almost uh, three yeah excuse me and now it's like I don't know. It's just, it's just feeling like it feels fine. Like even my dad today was messaging. I'm sorry. I'm like, my brain literally just like went through like seven different thoughts, but (laughs) my dad literally was messaging me today because we're all going to Greece in April at the end of April. And he's Mm -hmm. like, is it going to be safe for us to fly over there? And I was like, well, we're not going to the (laughs) Ukraine. So it it shouldn't be a problem. Um and he was like, but is air travel itself gonna be fine? I was like, well, they're not like shooting down planes, but like I was like, let's just keep abreast on the news. I just like saying the word abreast. Let's mm-hmm. just keep the news, like, let's just watch the news, see what happens. If the six pound nine ounce baby Jesus is listening right now, then like this will end very soon and, and you know, we'll be fine. Now that's not to downplay or negate the atrocities that are going on right now. Like I said, Putin is a fucking dick bag and needs to like be shut down. I have never wished such ill on anyone the way that I do that man. Mm. And we've never even met. (laughs) um but um but yeah it's like we i just think we as people just want normalcy Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's tough i mean you know funny enough it's uh i saw 
a image of a map earlier today and it was sort of it was like a snapshot of air travel and it's just crazy how like that whole area it's like all of the planes are like around it <laughs> like it just makes like this little like oval which i mean for obvious reasons um but yeah i i don't know you know if he takes this invasion to like beyond ukraine or you know if they step beyond that it's on <laughs> like that that's it's legitimately on after that and that's the part that's scary to me because this is kind of like those I mean, nato nations like everybody's literally gonna like pop off on you so like just yeah i like watch there's yourself. a part of me like and i kind of want to change the subject after this because yeah. i don't feel like like i want to like do some lightheartedness on this yeah, episode this is but... a foreign policy podcast <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um <laughs> But what I will say is, I think Putin is dumb, but he's not stupid. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he and his army can't take on the world. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? He knows that. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be shit that takes place yeah. afterward. Like, do you see, like, I'm not saying that we're not going to be affected, but I was telling Tony... I think I was telling Tony today is that mm-hmm. like Russia holds a good amount of the gas that we use for our vehicles. Mm-hmm. And so if he just decides that they're not going to supply us with gasoline, like gas prices are going to go up tremendously. Oh yeah. Um, and that's going to be fascinating, you know, like, so it's just going to be this whole, like, there's going to be it's a just gonna, effect, plane tickets yeah. are going to be expensive. No one's going to be driving their cars. Like remote work is going to have to be an option because it's mm-hmm. just n- none of it is going to work. It's just all of this is going to be stupid. So fuck yeah. him. <laughs> fuck him. And fuck him. That's all I have to say. Like, and I that just... concludes our foreign policy segment. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am Marco Cotton Critelli bringing you the news this evening. Um, so, yes, yeah. anyways, that's that. Um, I did have another question for you, but I completely yes. forgot what it was. That's how quickly my was brain... it about my life. No, it was yes. it was actually about your sack. <laughs> oh, oh okay. no, it wasn't about that. No. <laughs> That's not what it was about. <laughs> the people yeah. need to know. They do. Close friends, Steve. Love the <laughs> song girl, but definitely don't need to know. <laughs> it's not something I <laughs> think <necessary>. about. <laughs> um <laughs> But anyways, um, I'm sure you've been listening to the episodes of uh, the podcast, and now everyone is fully aware of the fact that there will be Papadopoly taking place oh in my Greece God. once we get there. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It is, it is a very well-known fact at this point. <laughs> in fact, I mean, there are memes Greece. about it. <laughs> there are memes. Thank you there for There are memes yeah, which, about it. Which I still haven't seen. Oh, Still. I mean, you, didn't see you it yet? have access no. to the Instagram, Steve, or tr- Tony, so you could go in there at any time. So you could look at it. But yes, Florette created it, and it's very fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners, what, what is Papadopoli exactly? You're asking me? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who came up with the whole thing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I thought that you could give us a, an urban dictionary definition. <laughs> <of it. laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I would imagine you're, you know, getting something's happening to you from somebody <laughs> Greek. I don't know. So, <laughs> so the origin of Papadopoli is, I think I'm sure this on the podcast, I don't remember, but we were talking about going into Greece. And of course, me and Tony's main mission is always to be able to oh try to God. find someone for Steve. We're like, Steve. We're going to Greece. And it started with me saying that you need to find yourself a Stavros. When you, I was yes. like, we're, we're getting uh-huh. you to Greece and you need to find a Stavros. Mm-hmm. And Steve thought that, that was hysterical. And he said, yeah, I need to find a Papadopoulos. And, <laughs> and then we laughed at that. And we were like, oh, my God, that is such the stereotypical Greek last name. I don't know how many Greek men or uh, yeah, people I don't know have the last name Papadopoulos, but yeah. we were like, that is hysterical. Yes. Yes, Steve, we got to get you Papadopoulos. Or maybe Steve <laughs> wants to be Papadopoulos. Who knows? And it just became this, it grew from there. We just As ran with know, it. We ran with it. <laughs> the whole thing has been, we're going to Greece and Steve is going to be Papadopoulos. <laughs> oh or do some papadop papadopling will take place as it relates to steve is what's going on <laughs> someone's gonna get papadopled <laughs> oh my god well and it was <laughs> and so this is it was a ridiculous so, conversation it was so funny aren't they all <laughs> because i told my brother who is coming with us? Who is not going to get Papadopoulos? <laughs> no. He thought that was the funniest thing he had ever heard in his entire life. <laughs> he thought it was so funny. And then one of our listeners, thank you, Bruce. Oh, his name is not Bruce. His name is R- Rich Bruce. Oh my God. I always mess up his name. I'm, you're listening oh. to this right now and I'm embarrassed because I can never get this. Together. <laughs> I know your Instagram handle and I don't want to give it out to everyone because I feel like that's rude. Um, because yeah, why, why do that? But, um, I'm looking it up at the exact same time. Anyways, that being <laughs> said, he, um, he sent us a list of, of all places you can of... get papadoppled. Yes, oh. it's a papadopolis. Yeah, his name, his name <laughs> is Rich. It's a papadopolis. I'm I very proud that. of that. Good job. You should be. You should be. His name is Rich. Rich, love Rich so much. Thank you, Rich. He's absolutely amazing. Anyways, Rich sent us a list of like the best gay bar. Very detailed, amazing mm. list of everywhere that we can go in greece in the gay district like all Mm -hmm. the places to go and we're like first of all he also was amazing because there was like very detailed descriptions of every Mm. single one like full report (laughs) literally needs to start (laughs) writing yelp reviews professionally like (laughs) because it was like really good anyways um and all I could think of the entire time I was reading it is like, these are like, this is like Steve's list. Like, this is like all of the places that Steve is going to be able to go. And we're going to like, we're going to find like, we, there's the bear bars, there's the <laughs> schwanky loungy bars, there's the kitschy drag bars, there's the, it, there's all the, the dirty it, underground there, sex club there, bars. There's <laughs> so much opportunity for Papadopoling to take place for you, Steve. 
we're so all much gonna, opportunity. We're all you guys know nothing's going to happen, probably, right? <laughs> no. If uh, no, we're going to get, get you laid. We're going to get no, you laid. I mean, I'm not looking. I <laughs> so, so super long. I'm not even going to tell that story because that's like a private story. But anyways, that being said, I <laughs> Steve needs to go there. You at least need to make out all over the club. That's where I'm going to leave it out. No, All right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna buy you a shirt at the bar, and it's gonna be I got topadoppled. Stop it! Stop this conversation. I just want Steve to go out there and have fun. And Steve, let's be completely honest. First of all, you're a very good-looking man, strapping young lad, if you will. Appreciate and it. you have never had. We have been to clubs, bars. Mm-hmm beaches and you've already made it very evident that you can find somebody in a subway as well and so i have never not seen you (laughs) at least walk away from an interaction without making out it happens (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you want me to say (laughs) i love it i love it and i'm very proud congratulations good job i love that so anyways well with that being said i think we're gonna end it here steve tell our listeners where they can find you in case they want to pop a doppel you you can find me on instagram uh i am at steven that's s-t-e-e-e-e-e-v-n it's five e's on that (laughs) Love it. And of course, we'll have notes for that in our our, uh, show notes. So anyways, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a bit. Great. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This is probably my favorite commercial or call to action on the whole podcast. Ah, you must be talking about better help. Ding, 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 ding. You know how important mental health and therapy is to me. And I just love the work that BetterHelp is doing and offering to everyone. It's truly important. I could not agree more. BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with your very own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. Yep. BetterHelp is not a crisis or self-help line. It is professional counseling done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor whenever you need them. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, which is just amazing to me. You can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room and go through that awkward, don't look directly at one another thing we've all done at one time or another. I truly hate that. I think we all do. <laughs> BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who qualify, which is another reason why it's so great. Oh, for sure. So head to betterhelp.com slash Cretelli's. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Relationship listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Cretelli's. You deserve to live a happy life and BetterHelp is here to make that happen. Good luck on your journey. Alrighty, 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 alrighty. Or as Matthew McConaughey says, alright, alright, alright. No. No? (laughs) You don't like that? No. I thought it was fun. I don't even think it's all right.
Oh, well, that's your bad. <laughs> um, so, uh, again, before we get out of here, um, don't really have much going on these days. Um, you got two shits. I got two shits. DNR's box and our meet and greet. Yeah, well, that's a, those are, thank you. Uh, yeah, those are the two things that I was going to talk about. So, yeah. Um, so, meet and greet scheduled for the 23rd, March 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's our virtual meet and greet. If you have not joined a virtual meet and greet, you are totally missing out. There's so much fun. So easy to join. It's just a conversation getting to know me and Tony and getting to know some of our listeners and and people who support the podcast. Get to hang out with us, have a drink, laugh, again, talk about the topic of the week, getting your insight, joining in on the conversation. It's just a really great time. We really enjoy it. Um, and we obviously thank everybody that uh, comes to them regularly. Um, and we're very much so looking forward to having y'all for this upcoming one. So again, join us on Wednesday, March 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can head to podrelationship.com slash sign up and sign up to get an invitation. Um, and uh, when it's time, we will send you the link to the virtual meet and greet and you can be a part of all the magic. Woo-hoo! It is a very, very good time. So um, that's number one. Number two is the, as we've said a few times, um, but DNR Studios has uh, a really cool upcoming premium summer camp crate that you can uh, sign up for and get it's really fun um and it's 99 dollars and 99 cents and it's such a good time so make sure you um head to oh i'm sorry yeah it's done march 1st so if you didn't get to do it before then never mind i completely forgot about that so anyways that was hope you got yours hope you got your crate um yeah, they ship in June, so tell us about it. That's about it. That's all I got for you. That's the that's the last bit. I should have been a little bit more prepared for that. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed this really important conversation. We sure do. Thanks for tuning in to the Relationship Podcast, part of the DNR Studios Network. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us. And enjoy. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ah, ah, season five, season five. <laughs> you feel the disco love? It's hysterical. If you have any relationship situations that you'd like help with on an upcoming episode of the show, leave us a voicemail at 903-POD-SHIT. That's 903-763-7448. Um, you can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website, podrelationship.com. And be sure to check out the Relationship blog on our website this Friday, where I'll muse a bit further on this week's topic. A special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the -the behind-the-scenes interview with this week's guest. Um, And another special thank you to our DNR Studios subscribers. (laughs) We love y'all very much. Um, Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, when it comes to relationships, you can take this shit at your own pace. 